Hey guys, it's Sammy and Robbie back again to tell you about another upcoming con. And we're super excited about this one. Mm-hmm. It's another Indiana one. This one is Pop Con, Indie Pop Con to be exact. And it's going to be in Indianapolis, again at the Convention Center. Indiana Convention Center. Right in downtown Indianapolis. And Robbie will be there April 26th through the 28th. Yes. We were just at the Indiana Comic-Con, so if you missed us, Mm -hmm. you get a chance to meet us again Mm -hmm. at PopCon. Yes. Well, at least Robbie. At least me. Ashley will be there. Oh, yeah. Ashley will be there. That's an exciting thing. Ashley will be there, so you get to meet a lot of us on the network. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two-thirds. Two-thirds of it, yes. Mm -hmm. So, if you're coming to the show, please stop by the Limitless Broadcasting booth. Mm -hmm. We're always excited to see you. All right. Oh, my God. Well, I guess we'll see you guys at the show. Bye. Bye. All it takes is faith and trust. Oh, and something I forgot. Dust. Just a little bit of pixie dust. Welcome, foolish mortals, to the Pixie Dust Twins podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Sammy. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Shall we begin? It's time to get things started on the most sensational, inspirational, celebrational, motivational show. Welcome, Pixie Dusters. We're your favorite hosts. I'm Sammy. And I'm Ashley. Welcome to the Pixie Dust Twins podcast produced by Limitless Broadcasting. Go to LimitlessBroadcasting.com after the show and make sure you check it out. Yes. <laughs> we are talking about a very popular movie today. Came out of nowhere. I, I think this has become more popular than Frozen. I think Frozen has well, finally been laid to bed. Yeah. Didn't this have the most popular song at this point? Right? Yeah. So. It's very, at least it's on very Frozen big on TikTok. Has finally, <laughs> mm-hmm. been put to bed. I'm not mad about it. I think this is a better story. So I I, I agree. We are talking Encanto today. Yay! So again, IMBD summary. Encanto yes. tells the tale of an extraordinary family, the Magigals. I think I said that wrong, but it's okay. Magigals. Madrigal, 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 yeah, Madrigal, Madrigal, yeah, <laughs> who live hidden in the mountains of Colombia in a magical house in a vibrant town in a wondrous charm place called an Encanto. Mm-hmm. That sentence is ing- is grammatically incorrect, and I just realized it. But anyways, the magic of Encanto has blessed every child in the family with a unique gift from super strength to the power to heal. Every child except one, Mirabel. Mm -hmm. But when she discovers that the magic surrounding the Encanto is in danger, Mirabel decides that she, the only ordinary, not original, (laughs) ordinary Madigal, might be, just be, her exceptional family's last hope. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. So (laughs) I decided to include the money that they have made on this movie. Mm -hmm. So the budget estimated was 50 mil. Which? Normal. Yeah. The gross opening weekend for U.S. and Canada Mm -hmm. was actually pretty low. Mm -hmm. 27 mil and some change. Mm Mm-hmm. I say that and some change. So we didn't <laughs> hit the budget yet, but mm-hmm. the full gross of the US and Canada is 95 mil 732,845. Mm-hmm. So they did make money on it, but because of COVID, like I really think like these numbers are not very high, but I really think that if COVID wasn't happening, these would have been in the billions. What I remember from this movie, I saw in theaters and I was like, because I didn't really know anything thing about it and we saw it Thanksgiving Day actually so we're looking for a movie to go see and we always mm-hmm. 
on hol if we're gonna go on a holiday, I like to Robbie wouldn't maybe care. Eh, I don't know. We we tend to try and see movies that we like to say feel are good for your soul. They're feel yes. good movies. They uplift you. So yeah. we're looking. I was like, hey, I didn't realize this Disney movie had come out and there's showings. Do you want to just go see Encanto? So we're like, yeah, we don't know anything about it. At the end of it, we're just like, this movie was so good. This is exactly what happened to me and Onward. Had no idea mm -hmm. what we were going into. <laughs> Last movie I saw before COVID. And I was just like, this was great. Same thing with Encanto. But I noticed it came on Disney Plus and then it just like blew up because everybody uh -huh. found it now, like you said, because they didn't go see it in theaters because of COVID and all that. Yeah. They hit Disney Plus and it was just like, and then they re-released so, it in theaters. Yeah. So. Yeah. But so the full gross, like worldwide amount came to mm -hmm. 248,819,586. So they made a good, they made about 150 mil right. through theaters, but this does not include people who are paying, who are continuously paying Disney plus to be able to mm -hmm. watch it on Disney plus. They mm -hmm. didn't make it a premiere, which I'm really thankful for. And I don't know if they're going to do that anymore since theaters are now open. I'm hoping. They haven't right done it in a while now. They so haven't done it not. since like Cruella and, and Jungle Cruise. And I them. did hear though. So, did you hear what they might be doing with the price structure though? No. I heard that there's going to be a version with ads and then an ad free version of Disney Plus. They're doing Hulu. Well, they own Hulu. I know, they but that's what Hulu is. I paid for ad free on Hulu. Yeah. So everyone is hoping when I was reading online, because no one really knows what's going on with it. But the hope is that what we're paying now will stay the same. And then they will just offer a cheaper version with the ads. But I, I don't hope know. That so I don't know. Well, Netflix is going up. I just got that notification yesterday. Yeah, I got that email. I'm like, you send me an email. I feel like every freaking six months now. And you're just like, so we're going to be increasing the price of Netflix. And then they do that whole big long thing where they're like, so we can offer you great content. And I'm just like, Netflix. Oh no, this wasn't even an email. I mean, I probably have an email, but it was in my app. I opened up the app this morning uh, and it I got said, it said, uh, just so you know, you're in, you're increase, you're getting increased like a dollar something, something. I'm like, are you kidding me? We're going from 1699 to 1878. That is a weird price jump. I don't know. But anywho, we're getting off topic. So sorry. Yeah, our complaining about Netflix. <laughs> but so the movie for for COVID, I think, did really well. They didn't yeah. lose money on it. Right. It went. It, it just it blew up. It's still all over TikTok. It's still mm -hmm. all over Instagram. Like everyone loves it. It's yes. the new Frozen. I think it's better than Frozen. Agreed. So yeah. So some trivia. Did I say her name right, Beatrix? Beatrice. Beatrice. Yeah. So Stephanie Beatrice was originally who plays, who's the voice of Mirabelle, the main character was originally going to be offered the role of Louisa. However, when the producer met with her, they realized she's not at all like her signature <laughs> role of Rosa Diaz in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. So the reason she was going to be Louisa was because of Rosa from mm -hmm. Brooklyn Nine-Nine, which I found hilarious, but she's much more bubbly. So they offered her the part of Mirabelle instead, which, okay, okay. The first time actually hearing Stephanie Beatrice not be Rosa was the weirdest experience of my life because mm -hmm. I love Rosa on Brooklyn Nine-Nine, mm -hmm. one of my favorite shows. And like her bubbliness and like how she actually is, I'm like, wait a second. Like she is an amazing actress to be able to make me think that that was what she was really like. I love actors like that. <laughs> like what the heck just happened? Mm -hmm. When she would like mock it on the show. So she pretty much mocked herself well, when she had to play that bubbly part on Brooklyn Nine-Nine for like mm -hmm. undercover and stuff. I'm like, huh, that's entertaining. Mm -hmm. So that was really cool. And then she also auditioned for the part in the film by singing you're welcome from Moana. I think that's so funny. It's amazing. Out of all the songs she could have chosen, that's a great choice. Well, have you I love seen it. her TikTok? No. Mm -mm. You have not seen her TikTok of making your welcome lyrics no. to a Moana, to an Encanto song? No, I don't follow oh, her I am on TikTok. so sending. We yes, do. please do. Yes, yes, we do. Oh, we, we do? Her. Oh, well, then I haven't seen it. That's Twins follows her. <laughs> 
Okay, my bad. So we do follow her. <laughs> okay, I will. I will send it to your like personal yeah. one. Yeah. Um, so you can see it. It's fantastic. She raps like to your welcome, an encanto song to your welcome. It's hilarious. Oh I my love gosh. it. Okay. Anywho, in 2018, so they've been doing. They've been. Right, they started this back in a mm-hmm. while ago. 2018 directors Byron Howard and Jared Bush, along with. Lin-Manuel Miranda and other key members of the production undertook an extensive trip to Colombia to immerse themselves in the culture. You Mm -hmm. should always do this people. Very important. They met with artisans, chefs, architects, as well as visiting the major cities of, I'm going to say this wrong, Bogota and Cartagena. That one, I believe I got right. However, they were particularly inspired by the small town of Oh my gosh, I'm trying to pull, trying to pull my Spanish back from high school. Very, I have no No, idea. Barachara. Barachara? Sure. Something of that nature. Indeed, the tourist guide that showed them around, the tourist guide, the tour, it was a tourist guide, but it should be tour guide. The tour guide. (laughs) I know, I copy and paste. Showed them around Alejandro Espinoza. Urabai was hired as a technical consultant. She also inspired the look of Mirabelle with her curly hair and oversized glasses. That's That's really cool. Yeah. Let's see here. In musical terms, um, Madrigal. Madrigal. I really wish I would have paid more attention in Spanish. Uh, listen, Madrigal I don't know song, any Spanish. So. Which is, is a song in which several people sing overlapping melodies, just as the family does in We Don't Talk About Bruno. Oh, okay. Yeah. Don't talk about Bruno. Mm-mm. But Bruno <laughs> was Uh-oh. originally named Oscar. That was weird. Oscar. But he's Oscar. Okay. But his name was changed to better fit the song lyrics. We don't talk about Bruno. No, 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 no. Thank you. That's so much better. Thank you. Because in my head, I'm like, the only fun thing. But here's the thing. Would have been fun for our town. Yes, because we don't talk about (laughs) Oscar. The turtle. Look it up. Cherubusco, Indiana. Google Cherubusco, it. Cherubusco, Indiana. Turtle Town, USA. Oscar the turtle. We don't talk about Oscar. No, no, no. Actually, we do. We just have to take a test on it. It's like a whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> we do talk a lot about Oscar. It's, really it's basically do. the only thing we it's, all talk about. It's the only reason people know about our town that we yes. grew up in. Yep, it's true. It mm-hmm. is. We even had a comedian t- on TikTok. Yeah, Ashley up our and town. I were very entertained by this. <laughs> I was. I'm like, how did you, like, you heard about us? So they changed Oscar to Bruno to help mm-hmm. with that. So additionally, there was a legal snag. So this is another reason why they changed the name from mm-hmm. Oscar. There was a legal snag over a number of real life Oscar, say it please. Madrigals. Thank you. Madrigals that led the filmmakers to change it. So that's good. Okay. I, I mean, it's probably in the, his, it's probably in like the Latin culture that mm-hmm. you, you and I just don't know. Yeah. Cause the only Oscar that I think of is what's his face. Who's going to be moon Knight and who was in star Wars. I don't remember his last name. I have no idea, but his first name's Oscar. There you go. So Mirabelle dances her own way, literally to her own beat when singing alone. But during the other Madrigal songs, she does her best to learn and match their rhythms and scroll (laughs) dance languages, a physically symbolic representation of her empathetic nature and her desire to better communicate with her family. I'm going to take a breath for this for a second because I love this. Because I think it's so important in our world as we are, and I bet Lynn, like, meant or whoever was doing this, meant to do this, mm-hmm. where we need to be able to understand each other and understand each other's cultures and how mm-hmm. our our rhythms right. and 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 all the things. So, I mean, that just that fact about this movie is so cool. And as someone who I kind of. I, uh, what's the word I look for identify as someone mm-hmm. who has a very empathetic nature. And like, 
I, I identify with Mirabelle on that, on that. And it's so mm-hmm. important to figure out, to be able to communicate with each other. I agree. And I think we'd have less issues if we learned how to communicate. I really think yeah. that should be a class in like middle school, because I feel like we would have less issues between like us when we're younger, if we learned how to communicate. Yeah. Communication, empathy, all these, yeah, exactly. all the things. Mm-hmm. Unlike most other Disney animated features, there was a deliberate attempt for the lead character not to be not to have a comical sidekick sure but honestly i disagree with this statement she does it's the house Mm, i can see that that's a valid point she does talk to the house and it does react in a funny way the encanto the house is very much her comical sidekick sorry guys sorry you, you failed on that one there's not a physical being in a sense that it's an animal or person, animal. a, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, you're right. It is the house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> According to character designer, Dylan Ekron, the artist had to fight for Louisa to be buff. So apparently they didn't want her to be buff, which I well, don't understand why she would not be buff if she's supposed to be the strongest woman. Would you want her to look like a waif? Be like scrawny picking up all this stuff? That wouldn't make any sense. No sense whatsoever. No. And that's a thing now. Everybody all over the internet, women are all lifting weights and come on now. Bodybuilding and all the things. Yeah. Yeah. And most of the Latin voices are from Columbia born or Columbia descent actors. So again, Disney Mm -hmm. is getting their their crap together Mm -hmm. (laughs) on, on some of this. So very good for them. Dolores and Isabella are the same. Okay. Okay. When I read this, before I even get into their ages, you don't know what their ages are in the movie. You don't, it no. really doesn't tell you. They never when say. I read this, I'm like, I'm sorry, she's how old? So just listen. I didn't realize this either people. until, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Dolores and Isabella, so the two cousins, or the two, yeah, cousins, Mirabelle's older sister, and then the one who can hear everything, who like is one of my favorites, yeah. are the same age, which is 21 years old. But Dolores is slightly younger as she is Isabella, Isabella's shadow, which mm-hmm. makes sense. Mirabelle and Camillo mm-hmm. are the same age. So Camillo mm-hmm. is the one who can change his shape. Right. They're 15 years old. Yeah, I had no idea. <laughs> the curly know. hair and the glasses, she looks like she's almost 30. I thought she was way older. So when I read that and then rewatching the movie, I was just like, okay, so I got to like reset because <laughs> I did yeah, not realize. I, but they I have always not said, watched the movie since I heard this and I need to rewatch it now. And it makes sense because they keep talking about Mirabelle was the last one to have the door ceremony and she didn't get the powers. So that's why they're so nervous about the current one. She was the last one. So I'm like, well, the others cannot be like 40 years old. So it makes sense. For her yeah, but it may okay it does it makes sense for her to be to be younger but not 15 she don't look 15 no. she don't act 15 she's a wise 15 year old yeah now camillo i can see it camillo acts like he's a 15 year old punk he does he's pretty funny <laughs> he's so annoying <laughs> he is that 15 year old punk yes mm-hmm. but of course camillo is slightly older since he presumably went through his gift ceremony before maribel did right exactly which makes sense. Mm-hmm. He would be an annoying brother, cousin, whatever he is. Oh my gosh, with this shape shifting of shape. <sighs> yeah. But his but his little brother, he's so cute. He's adorable. He's I so love adorable. Him. Okay, anyways, we got a lot to go through. Mm-hmm. Because music is an integral part of the Colombian culture, Disney hired choreographers to be actively involved in the developmental process. This is the first Disney film to feature this at such an early stage. So that's that's awesome Uh to make sure we got this right. Mm -hmm. Alan Tudyk, did I say his last name right? Tudyk? I think so. Yeah. Who voices Hey Hey in Moana, which I find hilarious. Alan is like this amazing actor and he does <sighs> all of these like characters where he doesn't even have words. He just do noises. Exactly. Perfect. That's he's all like, he does. Amazing. <laughs> and all these animated so movies, he's just making some sort of weird noise for an animal <laughs> or something. Yeah. So he did Hey Hey in Moana and he lends his talents once again as Antonio's toucan. So that annoying toucan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's Alan Tudyk. Yep, of course it is. 
probably could have guessed it without even looking at this to be exactly. honest. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And Stephanie Beat- Beatrice has been a longtime Disney fan, which makes my heart so happy. You can just tell. Yeah. Can. In fact, Sammy, if I ever get married, this mm-hmm. her bachelorette party was held at Disneyland. So oh. if I ever get married, Sammy. Okay. We're doing our bachelor. What we party need though. At Disney World. <laughs> what we need though is we need a lot of money. Because I would just enjoy nothing more than like rent out Galaxy's Edge or something. And then there'd be no one else there. And it would just be us. And we can go do whatever we want to do, eat whatever we want to do, take a million photos. Build some maybe I'll maybe I'll marry Rich. Maybe we'll be. Able I'm to just do saying. I feel like this this is a requirement for that. Is there needs to be a lot of funds <laughs> for this so that we can rent that entire. We don't need the whole park. It's okay. You can you all can go hang out in the other part, but we would just want the. the we just Star need a Wars section. Part. Yeah, just just Star Wars. Yeah. Oh goodness! And then the reoccurring theme of broken communication another kind of eyes being shut versus open sort of deal Mm -hmm. towards the end of, we don't talk about Bruno, the family sings he's here. Wait, towards the end of, we don't talk about Bruno, the family sings he's here together, but not everyone is saying the same thing and, or the words have a double or even triple meaning since Mariano's approach is interwoven in the number it seems like they're all announcing their guests has arrived however at least one of the family Dolores is saying (laughs) Bruno is here triple meaning is that he is here as his absence is so strongly felt that they all have to consciously choose not to talk about him that's a lot of words. So pretty much what they're saying is if you didn't understand any of that sentence that I, or sentences I said at the end of, we don't talk about Bruno, what's his face, who is a proposing to Isabella mm-hmm. is on his way here at, is walking in. Everyone's like, oh, we see him. He's here. But Dolores is like, no, Bruno's actually here. I love Dolores. <laughs> I just love her. Oh, I love her. Especially when there's just actually we'll get to that can i circle back to something real quick oh, i was looking yeah, at that. What? this i didn't realize no i kind of thought i knew this but you know alan tudyk we were just uh-huh. talking about him voicing hey hey and yeah. he was tuck tuck in ryan the last dragon and i thought he right was there. but and i was those- like i have to double check this because i didn't want to i didn't want to say I'm- but i was just like for some reason i feel like i remember seeing him on the cast list <laughs> i love alan tudyk Yes. Oh, so I just so wanted bad. to throw that out there to go back. Nice. Okay. So Bruno, we don't talk about Bruno, but we're talking about him a lot. <laughs> was know. mentioned by the by name in the song that was supposed to not talk about him 21 times. Yep, that's a lot for a not lot. mentioning him. Yeah. I am so proud of us. Well, specifically you, because I did not notice Bruno in the background when I watched the movie, and mm-hmm. you did. Mm-hmm. And you posted about it pretty soon after the movie came out. Mm-hmm. And I am just starting to see videos of people posting about it. Like I saw a video y'all been? and he's like, did you see this? And I commented, I'm like, we saw this when the movie came out. You can go back to our videos. It's right there. <laughs> like, I really did. We've already done this. Like you're behind. Yeah. Everyone is behind the schedule. I even this. did that today when I had it running in the background. Robbie's sitting there. I'm like, do you see Bruno? He's up there in the background. He's just like, what? And I was like, look, he's up there on the balcony. See? Yeah. I did not see it until you posted the video. And I'm like, he's so like I went back and watched out. it. I'm like, there he is. I think the best part though, is just literally how he's like dancing along. Oh boy. And then the movie that we just talked about last week, Raya yeah. and the Last Dragon, marks the first time in Disney history that two human female protagonists from two different Disney animated canon films have first appeared within the same year. So mm-hmm. wait, when did Encanto come out? Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. So yep. Yes. So we usually don't have this close. Usually it's like a animation and a Pixar movie. Mm-hmm. No, we had two Disney animation movies in the same year. Mm-hmm. Probably because of COVID. So things probably got like moved around. Yeah, I assume. But I'm okay with it. I it like it. Good, it yeah. was good. Because mm-hmm. the, the, the Pixar movie they came out with. <laughs> Did you see it? 
No, I have not watched it, but I, I have. Not. I have. Wait, are you it. talking? Wait, wait, which one? I haven't watched about? Luca. No, not Luca. Oh, I thought you were talking about the most recent one. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. I have I not watched that Luca. one yet. I have heard that one is good. I'm mm-hmm. a little skeptical, but I, I will watch that one. Luca, it's too many bad reviews. I wasn't even going to I have it. not touched Luca, no. I'm not okay. touching Luca. Anyway. Anywho. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I love this. Because I thought this as soon as this happened in the movie. Mm-hmm. The town kids say, it's bigger on the inside when entering Antonio's room. The same line is used in Doctor Who when people enter the TARDIS for the very first time. For my people who don't know what Doctor Who is, Doctor Who is a British BBC TV show about a time lord who has this like police box that's Mm -hmm. a spaceship and you Mm -hmm. walk in and it's massive. Mm -hmm. You only see one section of it, but you hear about like libraries and swimming pools and all the things. And every time someone walks into it, they say it's bigger on the inside. Well, there you go. And I love it because I love Doctor Who. Well, I haven't watched the more recent seasons. I love some of the Doctor Who's. Mm-hmm. But anywho, it made me happy because mm-hmm. I love BBC. Moving on. In Bruno's Hideaway, there is a seedling in a boot. Oh, yeah. Which I remember seeing this. That looks very like the one central to the plot of Wally. Mm-hmm. So they, which I find interesting, was Wally, Wally wasn't Pixar. No, no, no. So Disney does this. You see random things in Disney movies, like mm-hmm. in Aladdin, you see a little thing that looks like the beast on a tower that someone mm-hmm. was building and mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. I didn't see anything in Raya or Raya. I always say it wrong. I didn't see anything in Raya, mm-hmm. but I didn't look close enough, but there wasn't anything in the trivia, which I found interesting. So oh, they may not have done I, anything like that. They might not have, but mm-hmm. I haven't checked. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And I'm curious now that I'm thinking about it, because Disney does this in animated, but Pixar does it, has one specific thing that they put in their Pixar movies. Mm-hmm. So part of me wonders if I should watch Luca to see if the pizza truck shows up somewhere. Yeah. And I wonder if the pizza truck shows up in red. I have no idea. You know what? I didn't even remember to look for it when I watched it. I'll try to look for it when I finally watch it. I don't, it's probably not going to be today, but one of these days. Yeah, so I have no idea. Yeah. Julietta describes Mirabelle as having a big heart. It turns out Mirabelle will grow to be the heart of her family. Mm-hmm. No. Julietta is like one of the little kids, I believe. No, that's her mom. Isn't no, it? that's her mom. That's yeah. her mom. Never mind. And again, during the song, I should have put all of these together. During the song, we don't talk <laughs> yeah. about Bruno. Dol- Dolores sings, I can always hear him sort of muttering and mumbling. And later, it's like I hear him now. I can hear him now. At first, it seems she is hearing Bruno in her mind as he predicted her future. However, this is revealed to be foreshadowing when at the end of the movie, the audience learns that she knew he was living within the walls the entire time due to her superior hearing. So So, yeah, we think she's talking about like past, but really, Mm -hmm. you can hear him right now. Poor Dolores. No one understands her. Yeah. I mean, she could have told them. She could have been like, guys, seriously, I hear him. He's in the walls. She never is talking to the rats. She does she not, not say things straightforward, though. Dolores is not one to really explain what she actually means when she says it. So, yeah. True. Mm-hmm. Also, when Mirabelle and Dolores dance, look in the background. We already talked about this. You can see Bruno dancing. Mm-hmm. And then though the house interacts with everyone, Mirabelle and Abuela Alma are the only two characters to directly address Casita. That's right. It's mm-hmm. called Casita. Abuela uses Casita to keep family in order, whereas Mirabelle's interactions are warmer, waving greetings, expressing appreciation, offering assurance, etc. Notably, when the house begins crumbling, Casita responds to Mirabelle's call for aid and saving it while ejecting everyone else. They are the keepers of the house, keepers of the magic. This is their gift. So she does have a gift and it is the keeper of the house. Of course, but I still want to see her room. <laughs> it's so bogus. Stuck her like Harry room. Potter in that little stupid nursery. nursery. Lame. Yeah. So some fun quotes from Encanto. I love this. <laughs> I love this. So one of the town kids, when they figure out her, her, they're trying to figure out her gift. And one of the town kids is like, maybe your gift is being in denial. Like, <laughs> very well could be. 
<laughs> Very well. <laughs> Another one. So when Mirabelle is interacting with Antonio, she says, I can't do this on my own. And Antonio says, let me help. The rats told me everything. And then he's like, tells the leopard, don't, don't eat those. Don't eat the rats. Which now that we think about it, Antonio can talk to the rats. Antonio mm-hmm. probably knows Bruno is also in the house because those yeah, rats he gets are, his, Anto- yeah. are Bruno's, Bruno's rats. friends. Yeah, they're his little buddies. That's why he so, didn't let yeah. the leopard eat them. Mm-hmm. So I think Antonio also knew. That's my mm-hmm. own thing. I love this. Uh, and it makes me just laugh more because I know that yes. Toucan is Alan Tudyk. But when the mm-hmm. Toucan flies out of Bruno's lair, all freaked out, Mirabelle's like, quitter. Mm-hmm. I love it. It's so funny. It's very um, funny. Mm-hmm. This one's a little bit longer. So I'm going to shorten it. It's the, it's the. Oh my gosh. It's the, Mirabelle's talking to Bruno <sighs> finally. And she's like, who, who's, who, fi- who's fixing all the cracks? And he was like, it's not, he's like, Hernando, who is Hernando? I am Hernando and I feel nothing. I'm like, so are we, are we getting schizophrenic, multi-personalities? What's going on here with poor Bruno? I just love that. <laughs> I just love it. Oh, and he's <laughs> also just like, he makes the spackle. Yeah. It just cracks me up the way he just dumps that hood over his head. Uh-huh. I'm Hernando and I'm afraid of nothing. <laughs> I'm just like, what is happening? Make Bruno's losing his mind. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. you got the reveal of Maribel's get oh, non gift. My gosh, um, the town kids mm-hmm. are like, she was about to tell us her super awesome gift, and Dolores just pokes out. She's like, oh, Maribel didn't get one, and then she leaves, and you're like, mm-hmm. yeah, and she's Dolores. Like, no. no, Maribel didn't get and one. Everyone's but... jaw just drops. <laughs> like, oh, uh, poor Maribel. Oh goodness. Oh, Any other quotes that I missed? I know there was like a lot of like warm like very like hard hitting ones that I didn't put in there, mm-hmm. but I try to keep it light and fluffy. Yeah, no, I liked the ones that you chose, okay. honestly. Yeah, I think it was good. So your turn to talk. Okay, so again, like I said, when I went to see the movie, I picked it mostly on Thanksgiving because I'm like, it's a Disney movie. Mm-hmm. It has singing in it. It's going to be fun. And then it was just so good like just so good it wasn't even like yeah this was cute it was just like oh my gosh that was just amazing Brilliant. when you walked out of the theater and the song I mean literally the music is just so catchy like you're sitting in the theater and you're starting to to keep it in your head and you're walk you're walking out of the theater you're finishing in a Disney plus for the first time having having watched it and you've got at least one of those songs stuck in your head and you can't tell me otherwise whether it's Bruno or the pressure song from Louisa it's it's something probably Bruno's because it just was that one was just an earworm you can't get rid of that you can get that one I stuck in like. my head pressure was stuck in my head I really enjoyed the Louisa when she was singing that though I thought that was it what a surprise too for the music it was so well it was all over Rome the place Miranda. uh-huh of course he's genius amazing. ridiculous <laughs> what the heck yeah but it was just, it was also good. And then with Mirabelle, I feel so bad because she's so left out. Mm-hmm. And it's it's mostly Abuela kind of keeping her out of things. And yeah, I understand because at the end of the day, when they have their big conversation and their big fight at the end, mm-hmm. and they come to an understanding together and realize that they, like you had said in one of the trivias, they really are going to end up doing the same thing. Maribel is going to take over basically being the matriarch of the the community. Mm -hmm. She's going to take over taking care of the house and the family. Mm -hmm. And that is her special gift is protecting the magic, which is why she helps rebuild the house. But Mm -hmm. it just, I felt so bad, especially when right after the ceremony and they're doing that family photo together Mm -hmm. and like, you didn't notice Maribel wasn't there. She's just, oh my God. Oh, it made me angry. It made me sad for Maribel. And then when she starts singing about how she's waiting on a miracle, and I'm just like, this is terrible because she is just so selfless and so special, and she doesn't feel it because of how she's treated. Mm-hmm. And her sister kind of contributes to that, Isabel. <sighs> she's just, she's a little rude. Little? A little? Yeah. I mean, honestly. I don't see that from Louisa or Dolores or really the other family members. Yeah. I don't see them really 
trying to disregard Mirabelle or tell her she can't help or anything. But yeah, Abuela and Isabella, like twins with the the rudeness towards her. But I'm glad everybody came to an understanding. And I think that was very important in the movie. Mm -hmm. Like we had also mentioned earlier in the trivia, how she reluctantly, granted in some instances, (laughs) went around to try and connect and make peace with her family members. Mm -hmm. But when she's connecting with everyone, it was so important. Like when, and, and I'll let you talk more about Louisa's song, but at the end of Louisa's song, how Mirabelle just stands there and then she just hugs her because she's she feels now she understands and she's trying to tell Louisa I see you mm-hmm. I understand and then when she meets Bruno and then she understands everything he's been going through like he's sitting in the walls mm-hmm. oh my gosh that was terrible he's sitting in the walls with his own little version of the table pretending he's part of the family that shunned him so mean that made me angry too I'm just like, poor Bruno. He's not crazy. They just misunderstood everything he was trying to say. Yeah. He's literally trying to help you and just tell you. You're asking him to to tell you the future, and then you get mad about yeah. it. Like, that's not his fault. He didn't create it. He didn't make that happen to you. Yeah. He just told you what was coming. Especially Pepe. Pe- is it Peppa or Pepe? Pepe. Oh, the, the, the aunt aunt. with the wedding. Yes. Who does the weather? It's like, he was just saying, Hey, I'm seeing wedding. I'm seeing rain clouds because you're stressed. You need like, they, they took it as this was going to happen where it's like, no, he's just saying, if you don't do something to calm yourself down, you are going to bring storm clouds on your own wedding day. Like they just Mm -hmm. misinterpret it. Exactly. They do not listen correctly. Sure. To what do you say? Bruno is it Maribel's dad, and not and <laughs> and and her mom just kind of like took her niece in as her own daughter. Because I feel like they uh, have more in common. Exactly, but I do love that Maribel is the one who finds him and brings him back to the family and connects with him. And mm-hmm. again, that's part of her gift. That's what she's doing mm-hmm. to bring the family together. Mm-hmm. Even when she finally talks to Isabella. And they finally get that understanding because she's just like, oh, perfect sister, whatever. But she doesn't understand the pressure that she feels Mm -hmm. having to put on this persona. She doesn't want to get married to that guy, but she doesn't feel like she can say anything. Dolores obviously had it. Well, Dolores can have him. (laughs) (laughs) Which speaking of Dolores, again, as we've talked about her listening, talking about the rats in the walls and she just cracks me up because again she doesn't say anything straightforward (laughs) like she clearly she knows bruno's there she knows he's hanging out with the rats in the Mm -hmm. walls and they're all talking about the magic and whatnot but she never says it in a way that people get what she's saying but she just says it like everyone just follows her you know yeah like yeah like i everyone just totally understood this random thing that i just spat out Mm -hmm. and no one has any idea what she's talking about and they clearly are used to it and just kind of ignore her because no one questioned what she was saying anyway but yeah and i think the mix of characters was really good showing different personalities and their different strengths and their different gifts Mm -hmm. that they got at the end of the day i think it was a good mix of everything in there Mm -hmm. so it was just so good and i i really loved the the heart to heart that Mirabelle and her abuela had at the end because mm-hmm. I think that was the most important part of the entire movie yeah. because at the end of the day that's who she mostly felt alienated from I think as abuela yeah so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> with I I love that I love this movie because how do I put this it shows so most of like our movies, it, when it comes to family, you are always going to see the issues that happen in, in mm-hmm. each other's families and culturally how each person, how each family deals with it. And I think it's very important for us to have a movie like this where we see, or in mm-hmm. just movies, so we can understand each other's culture even more. And when it comes to family, because family is looked at differently in different cultures, it's, it's, mm-hmm. The generations are different. Like it just, it's good mm-hmm. for us to kind of understand where some cultures are coming from because there was a lot of like TikToks from the Latino community or sorry, I it's not Latino anymore. Latinx community mm-hmm. that was like, way to like air our, our laundry out Lynn. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, you wanted mm-hmm. representation. 
here it is. We're representing us. Mm -hmm. And they're like, dang it, it dang it. You're right. But it's, Mm -hmm. it's not each, each generation, each culture has different family issues like this. It's just represented Mm -hmm. differently. And it's good for us to understand each other and how our cultures work with that. So I, I loved Mm -hmm. that. I love to be able to see this. I think everybody can relate in some way, shape or form to one of the characters in Mm -hmm. this movie. Mm-hmm. I, I have some relation to two. I, I really re- mm-hmm. relate to Mirabelle when it comes to the empathy yeah. side, because that's my thing, I guess you call it. Mm-hmm. And then I really relate to Louisa. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. I relate to Louisa. I remember. So when I watched it, I was watching it on my couch. And when that song came on and as I'm listening to it, I started just, and I'm going to cry now. I just started mm-hmm. crying and crying Mm -hmm. and as it kept going I just I I, by the end I had to pause the movie because I was Mm -hmm. bawling because Lynn Mm -hmm. put this song together that just broke me and Mm -hmm. and I mean I know that I take my family's pressure and put it on my shoulders because sometimes I feel and if my brother watches this I'm sorry but sometimes I feel like I Mm -hmm. have to be the perfect child because he is dealing with a lot and, and I can't, I'm not going to go into details, but there's a lot going on there. And Mm -hmm. I feel like because he can, because he's dealing with all that, I have to not let my stuff that I'm dealing with affect me. Mm -hmm. So my parents don't have to help me yada, yada, Mm -hmm. yada. Mm -hmm. And that's where this song just really killed me. Mm-hmm. And I just, uh, any older siblings who feel this way. And it's funny. Cause I think it depends on the sibling. Cause I think it depends on the family. Cause there are some families where right. the younger sibling is going through this because their older siblings are screwing mm-hmm. up. Cause honestly, my dad, if he heard this song and really thought about it, it would probably affect him the most out of his family because he literally took on everything. And he's the baby of the family where the rest of his family mm-hmm. is kind of screwy. Sorry, aunts and uncles, if you, for some reason, listen to this, but you are. So I think it depends on where it ends up being, the pressure ends up going, but right. oh my gosh, I, it's so true. And I think that's where a lot of our, like our generation is kind of done with it. And we're like, this is why we go to therapy. This is why we talk about our mental health. This is why we're getting it out there. Yeah. We are dealing with this, this pressure that we're feeling mm-hmm. from our parents, from our, in, and in, and in other cultures, from their grandparents and great grandparents, because some cultures mm-hmm. all live together. I'm so thankful that's not the culture I live in because living with my aunt, you've met my aunts and uncles. Mm-hmm. Oh dear Lord. No, thank you. One of my aunts would be fun, but the rest, uh, not, so, not much. so much, but it just, it, it kills me every time. And I'll probably redo. Cause I did a video of this right away and I put it on my personal, I'll probably redo mm-hmm. that video and do something a little yeah. differently and put it on our video because it just, it, 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 it it just hits me a different way, mm-hmm. but I, I mean, I don't know you, you not having siblings, you being the only well, child is the, I mean, I'm guessing there is pressure, but is the pre- like, yeah, I'm guessing it's like different. Cause you don't have to worry about a sibling being an idiot. Right. Yeah. And I wouldn't say I necessarily relate to it. Like as far as siblings go, but I feel like the song can apply to so many other things. Mm-hmm. Like when I heard the song, the first thing I thought of was I, back when I was working um, retail pharmacy and doing the whole manager thing, it really felt like that same thing. Like you have to keep it together. You have to keep in charge of all these other people, all of these patients, you have to do the right thing, handle all of these tasks. And it really felt like the same thing Louisa was showing where you just had all this pressure building up, but you can't say anything and you can't complain about it and you just have to go into work and you have to deal mm-hmm. with it. And that's ultimately why I left because it was too much, but that's where it hit me was more job related. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you, again, you can do siblings, but I feel like a lot of like, you I are kind it, of yeah. getting into it. Millennials in general, I feel like we just all relate to the song on some level because like you were saying, we are just stuck with this pressure of you go to work, you put up with this, nonsense sometimes on how they treat you or what they say to you or or you know you have to work all the time you don't use your vacation time you go in when you're sick because that's what you do that's what you were told to do 
you don't complain you just show up you do the work and it doesn't matter how you're doing mentally physically any of that Mm -hmm. you just go in and that's across the board i feel like this is how millennials just watching videos and whatnot on tiktok i feel like we all relate and our problem is you look at the the next generation coming up those gen zers they don't put up with stuff they don't like how they're being treated at work that's why there's no workers they just say peace out bye bye I'm going to go work somewhere else. Yeah. I don't like the way you talk to me. I don't like what you're doing to me. I'm not working all the time. I'm not coming in extra. I'm sick. I'm calling out. I'm not showing up. And you're not going to make me feel bad. And all of us millennials are over here, like, taking on the extra work, extra burdens, right? And that's why we're so mad at Gen do. Z, because they're not working. So we have to do their work. <laughs> exactly. And you know what? We are mad. But at the end of the day, I also look at Gen Z and I'm like, you have a point, Right you shouldn't go work for that company if they're not going to give you good benefits or take care of you or make you feel bad when you need to take a day off Mm -hmm. because you need to go to the doctor or you're sick or you need a mental health day which is a real thing Uh, yeah you know i just that's what i kind of thought of in general was just (laughs) all of us sitting out here all of us 30 some year olds sitting on tiktok taking it over we're all posting the same sort of idea that Louisa was, yeah. which is just like, yeah, give me the burden. I'll take it. No problem. But at the end of the day, we're all like, oh, no, oh, Why no. Do we do this? I just <laughs> I can't do this anymore. This is too much. So I feel like the yeah. song just relates on so many levels, mm-hmm. whether it's siblings or work or fa- other family members. It's just. Yeah. Did did you ever feel this kind of pressure when you were going into pharmacy since your dad was a pharmacist? Like, did you feel like you had to be perfect for him? No, okay. because they didn't tell me to go into pharmacy. I just decided to do okay. it. And he thought that was really cool. And then he would ask me stuff, you know, yeah. because I'd be learning new things and whatever. Yeah. So we would just have good conversations and, and he liked to quiz me and see if I knew the answers <laughs> and things. So it was always, it was always really good. The pressure itself just came from school. Which, well, eh, yeah. There's a whole whole nother another yeah. yeah. thing over there. But yeah, no, I don't feel like okay. uh, cuz it was always just you do your best and, and you yeah, know, I you didn't, don't have to be perfect. I never really got to see you and your dad's relationship, so I didn't know. I knew you like mm-hmm. joked around with each other, but I didn't know if he like mm-hmm. wanted you to go into pharmacy or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I was just curious. Nope, they nope, when he was just like, "Oh, okay, cool. You want to do that?" And all right. And <laughs> that was that. And that's what I decided to do. Awesome. Yeah. There was no pressure like that. I probably put more pressure on myself, like in school, trying to do really well because I knew good grades were important, but I don't, I don't think if I had perfect grades, I don't think it would have been a thing. Yeah. You know, let me tell you when I got a certain point in pharmacy school, I'm just like, I passed the test. As long as I pass, we're good. We're moving on. (laughs) Yeah, there you hit that certain wall where you're just like, it does not matter if I'm in the top whatever percent because I'm just going for the degree and it's fine yes. as long as I know what I know. So yeah. Oh goodness. Let's see here. What else did I put? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there like I said, there's some great quotes that I didn't didn't mm-hmm. say just because they're between the family and their life lessons and just fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. or what I said, beautifully done. I'm trying to use mm-hmm. other phrases because now that I've had that conversation, you and I have had that conversation about the phrase that Robbie thought about I've like thought like what do I say a lot I say perfect a lot I say fantastic a lot oh uh, no I don't think I've ever noticed oh that. I do okay. though now I'm gonna notice when I'm editing <laughs> see what I want to do is next time Robbie and I record I just want to say you know every two seconds and just annoy annoy him to know yes, but then you got to edit it out that's you know? gonna be fun you know <laughs> you know I'll just leave it in there you know you know you know he's gonna get annoyed with you doing it right now <laughs> <laughs> and then Let's see here. I wish, oh, I wish I've already said, I'm saying it. I wish they would have specifically said it, given her a gift. Like I know we're saying that she is going to be the keeper of the house, but I feel like there should be some sort of magic going on with that. And I wish they would have given it to her. And you know, I read about that. I read somewhere, probably an IMDb. No, I don't know where I read it. Anyway, I read somewhere that the producers were like, oh, well, we purposely didn't explain her getting a gift because that wasn't the important part. But we're all over here like, wasn't it though a little bit important? Because she need like, we're trying to. Yeah, they did it on purpose. Okay, I get fit for us, like as adults, the lessons, blah, blah, blah. But the kids, come on, the kids are gonna be like, wait a second. Does that mean she's not like, 
like the kids aren't going to look at it that way. The kids are going to want to be like, where's mm-hmm. our magic? Like, yeah. Cater to the children. So you can cater to us. It would have been nice. It would have really would have, especially a door. Like I know, like she's the main person on the door when you open the house, but that's not our room. Give her a room. I hope she got a new room. Yes. I hope, I hope she got a new magical beautiful i need a disney short because i know you do them you did them for frozen i need an encanto short where it shows her and her room do it yes that's all you need to do do it that's it that's it you don't need a big long thing disney give me a 15 minute short for now Mm -hmm. and then either a second movie or a series i need either or we need more right the series would be great series would be so good so mm-hmm. good yeah i am so thankful they did not do a frozen series <sighs> the little things they've done like the little well, the shorts stuff is fine. with olaf were adorable were and that was just enough yes. yeah that was just enough no more yeah no more because sometimes you go to three don't go three you ruined it when you did four of toy story i know you're never gonna watch this disney but i'm mm. Anywho, I feel like I'm they'll stuff. make a wait, wait, they'll make another frozen and then it'll be Olaf going off in the woods alone <laughs> to never because we'll have to follow Toy Story, right? So he'll go off in the woods alone and we'll never see him again. <laughs> it'll be something terrible like that oh to go find his Olaf family in the woods. His Olaf, he was made by Elsa, <laughs> <laughs> but he'll have a family somewhere. He can't have a family. <laughs> It'll be so dumb. Okay, I'm oh sorry. Goodness. Anyway. Uh, no, because if they make it, they can't, they really can't make another one because you they're not think, princesses, they're queens now. It's Unless Disney. this is like Little Mermaid situation and we're going to have a child of Kristoff and, and Anna. <sighs> Probably. <laughs> that would be cute. I do love Kristoff. Yeah, he's adorable. He is. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm missing something that I wanted to talk about with Encanto. Hmm. Oh, I forgot to mention Luisa's song, if you guys do not know, mm-hmm. was inspired by Lynn Manuel's older sister, who dealt with a lot of this sort of stuff. And he actually based the song off of her, which I thought was really cool. Oh, that's nice. Mm-hmm. And just, we didn't, there wasn't really much trivia about Lynn, which I found hilarious because even though he didn't write, I don't think he wrote the movie, he just did the music for the movie. Right. Mm-hmm. He is, he's like the biggest name for this movie. Let's be real. He's had mm-hmm. so many great successes in the Broadway world. And now he's like moving into this world. Actually, I think he did some stuff on Moana. Yeah, I'm, I'm fairly, fairly certain, certain he, did. he did. You're welcome. Yeah, because he he sings it with like as a with a Jordan. What's his face and, and raps the part in like some music video. It was really cool. But anywho. Mm-hmm. So I just, I love, I love Lin-Manuel. I honestly think we should think about doing like, if we need to do a one-stop episode, because I know November, we don't got much going on. I think we should do Hamilton, mm-hmm. an episode on Hamilton, because it's on Disney Plus. Have it is on Disney it? Plus, so it counts. No, because I know it's long, so I got to commit to seeing it. I am obsessed. Like my Spotify wrap up from 2021 was literally mm-hmm. Hamilton. That's so funny. I because I in in at Lincoln Museum when I was doing everything I could listen to music in my office because mm-hmm. I had the door closed and I just had the Hamilton music just on mm-hmm. a loop. Oh well, there you go. And it is, but it's so good and it makes me like I've always been a patriotic person, but oh my gosh, mm-hmm. like there was moments where I just cried because they like it's over mm-hmm. the Revolutionary War and I'm just like, yeah, mm-hmm. I know we are like our country is so broken right now but i'm so proud to be an american (laughs) (laughs) yeah i've heard it's really really good i just haven't sat and watched it oh good so good but yeah i think that should be one because he really is a genius Mm -hmm. i'm so excited that he's a part of the disney family Mm -hmm. i hope and can he continues to do music and be a part of the disney family because it's just he's he's phenomenal when it comes to that sort of stuff Mm -hmm. i think who could i who's there who's our big disney composer that we love so much from all the animated movies you know who i'm talking about i'm blanking on the name is it alan menke menken Menken. Is it him? Menken. Is he the one who's done a ton yeah. of things? Yeah. Well, I, there's like a couple, I think it's him. And there's one other, like who did a lot of the scores for the 
Disney princess movies. Who can post? Yeah, yeah it is Alan. Okay. Yeah. I just want to make sure. Yeah, he. I don't remember. Yeah, Aladdin, Beauty and the Beast, Hunchback of Notre Dame, He's just, Pocahontas, Little Mermaid, Enchanted, and on and on yeah. and on. Like, Hercules, yeah. Alan, Alan's, he's getting up there. He's 72. He's, he's getting up there. And I feel like Lynn could be the next Alan. Yeah, for real. He's so good. Yeah. Really good. Oh boy. I think, I don't think I really have anything else to say. It's just, it's just a fantastic movie. Mm-hmm. I think I said most of what I yeah. said in the trivia. And I'm sure most people listening to this have probably seen it since it's like blown up. Mm-hmm. But if not, you should go watch it. Again, it's better mm-hmm. than Frozen. Mm-hmm. I like the storyline better. I will say though, the first time I the animation came up, at first I thought it was a Pixar movie. Yeah, Disney's really killing it with this. Although I miss 2D animation. I do miss I still 2D think animation. there's a place for it, but this was insane. It was so well done. Yeah. The animation itself, like your yeah, the, the music, colors. the animation, the storyline. Yes, oh. it was so beautiful, including all of those rich Colombian. Yeah. Isabella. I didn't talk about Isabella. Isabella. Mm-hmm. Isabella. She annoys the crap out of me, but uh-huh. she redeems herself. When she finally shows her true colors. I love that scene when they mm-hmm. finally, like, she's so annoying because she's trying to be that perfect person. And it reminds me of some of the girls in high school there. I'm just like, mm-hmm. but really, mm-hmm. in all honesty, that is another pressure. Like, Louisa has the pressure of, like, doing all these tasks. Right. And she has the pressure of having this, this facade of the perfect child and mm-hmm. beauty. And then she, all of a sudden, she's like, can I do other things than just these beautiful flowers? And she starts creating things and all these colors and you just kind of so great. The real her mm-hmm. comes out and it's just like, Oh, okay. I like you now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really enjoyed that. And Maribel helped to bring that out. Yes. Even though they did not get along at all. No, I get it. <laughs> I get that. Mm-hmm. Oh goodness. But yeah, so go see it go on tiktok we're gonna try to do some different ones than what's out there right now i don't know how we're gonna do it but like 90 percent of the videos are bruno based around we don't talk about bruno in some way probably not gonna do that those i would assume we'll stay away from that we'll try to stay away from those Mm -hmm. so check out tiktok check out instagram Check out the website okay. where you can find what? <laughs> uh, information about all of our podcasts, plus our link to our Patreon account. Donations are appreciated. And of course, please hit us up, DM us on Instagram, best way to reach us if you would like to be part of the show at all. So See. yeah, there's, again, as we told you, uh, like 10 million times at this point, Star Wars a whole three In months of Star Wars is coming up. So many episodes. So if you are interested in Star Wars, you can please let us know. We're also coming up on our anniversary. Yes, that'll be fun. So I'm looking forward to it. We that. have the month of, or we have the summer of Star Wars, plus our second anniversary. Woo! Yes, year in review. Year in review, which is so exciting to do sammy loves putting that together and she will be putting that together because i'm putting together i will Star be Wars. nope not guys, doing that so yes just, just pray for me think of me whatever you do i have a lot to put together you do like i said <laughs> i looked did at the it list myself. Mm-hmm. you volunteered so yep well i'm the star wars nerd in this in this relationship yeah partnership, i would just be like whatever what was that person called who was that droid i don't know whoever it was yeah this is gonna be it's gonna be fun but next week we're not at star wars yet we still got two more weeks so we finished mm-hmm. this is us finishing up our animated stuff so next week we're gonna mm-hmm. do our two live actions that we haven't talked about yet yes. well in the next two weeks next which week, one are we yeah. doing first next week have we decided i don't even know well one is gonna be cruella and the other yeah. one's going to be Jungle Cruise. Come back next yes. week to find out which one. Because I have no idea what's next since I have done nothing with it. So, yeah, one of them will be on the docket for next time. <laughs> right. Bye, Pixie Dusters. Uh, bye. Bye.
Hello, Pixie Dusters. We have some exciting news. We are partnering with Magical Travel by Brian, who specializes in Disney vacation planning. They accomplish this by assisting you with all your booking needs, helping you get more for your money, and being available before, during, and after your trip to give you a peace of mind. They are authorized Disney vacation planners, and you can start planning your trip today by contacting them. You can find their contact information in the description of this episode. Hope to see you at the parks real soon. Thanks for listening to the Pixie Dust Twins, Sammy and Ashley. Make sure you like, follow, and subscribe to the Limitless Podcast Network's own channel, Instagram, and all things social media. And we'll see you all real soon.